Welcome to the Random Cinematic Universe, the podcast where we use a random movie generator to pick the movies that we watch and then discuss. Uh, this week, the algorithm has chosen Baggage Claim from 2013. Today, I have with me Jesse Nelson and Nina Bornival. I am Zach Jones, and yeah, we're going to watch uh, Baggage Claim. So, first off, have either of you seen it before? I did. I've not. Nah, no, no. <laughs> This was not my cup of tea in 2013. I just graduated. <clears throat> this was exactly the type of movie that I would have, could have seen. I just, mm-hmm. I just, it didn't for, I guess it was just a little bit later on from when I was watching a lot of romantic comedies. I, I have not seen it ever. Mm. Um, it was directed by David E. Talbert, who, it was also based on a novel he wrote. Oh, okay. And he wrote the screenplay. Uh, starring Paula Patton, who I recognized immediately and couldn't figure it out. Um, she's the human-orc hybrid, I think, from World of Warcraft, the movie. A movie we all hold dear to our hearts. <laughs> or, War- I guess, Warcraft, the movie? Not yeah. World of- but either way, she was in that movie. You rec- Hold on, you recognize someone... Oh, yeah, because the orcs were just, like, hot women with, like, green makeup on, weren't they? I think that's why I thought she yeah. was a hybrid. It's literally just a woman with, like, the tiniest little teeth poking out painted yeah, that's, green. that's some nerd stuff. Um, Gamora, essentially. Yeah. Budget Gamora. Uh, anyways, Paula Patton, <laughs> Tay Diggs, who... Is always I am, a joy. I, there's not a single movie ever where I think that he plays a nice person. Yeah, that's why he's always a joy. Yeah. He didn't play a not nice person. He was just inconsiderate. Oh, yeah. We will get well, there. We will get there. Uh, also, let us mansplain how men treating women will be. <laughs> uh, also, we have. This explains a lot. <laughs> Jiman Hansu, uh, who is fantastic. And he kills no one in this movie, which is a shock to me. <laughs> yeah, he kills, he kills people a lot. Anyways, um, or just he's a wizard. before we get into it, uh, we are going to go through every detail of this movie. So yes. if you have not seen it and wish to watch it first, uh, maybe go ahead and watch this because this is going to get into deep, deep spoiler territory. Oh, did I spoil that Jumon Hansu is not a wizard in this or doesn't kill anyone? I'm sorry. Uh, who would like to give us a basic synopsis of the plot? So I finished watching this 15 minutes ago. So I feel like technically I might have the the cleanest. So Montana, Montana Moore, Montana Moore, Moore uh, is a woman whose mother is just a psychopath. Oh my god! Um, she has been married four times, Six, and her five. No, five. just four times. Was five. It? No, I think it's five. five oh legs. my god. Because I remember writing down six because I picked a random number right. and, and I was like, that's ridiculous. And then two seconds later in the movie, she's like, I know you've been married five times. And I was like, oh, oh wow. No. Uh, anyways, and so her mother has kind of created this like standard in the family that, that you get married. That's like, it's just a, it's a, it's a thing you do. And Montana is approaching her thirties, right? She's like 29, I think. Uh, well, Paula Patton was 38 when they filmed this movie. I know, but that's, this is La La Land. Uh, yes. Yeah, so she's approaching 30, and she's like, I'm not going to be... It's a combination of, I don't want to be not married by the time I'm 30, and also I need to have like a, a, a fiancé for my sister's wedding. Yeah. Which is a very unhealthy timetable to create yourself. And so what she does as a flight attendant uh, is she does the healthy thing and stalks all her exes. Arranges herself at, to be simultaneously at the same time, like, which is like impressive. Just, just casts the widest net. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, arranges to be on their flights to have like meet cutes and then try to rekindle the failed relationship. And it goes about exactly as you expect it does. Uh, and then you know, in the end, she kind of like finds herself or whatever. 
She does, and then completely goes back on her values. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I found myself. You don't need a man. Blah blah blah. And found then, a man, and then and then the man that you know she's going to end up with the whole yeah, time yeah, yeah. Uh, presents himself, and she's like, "Oh yeah, don't need to be an independent woman." I was hoping she was going to get together with Adrian Brody, but that's just me. Uh, sassy gay Adrian Brody was hands down the best part of this. Yeah, movie. Jimmy Olsen, he was great. Whoa, whoa. Gail was the best part yeah, of no, this Ga- movie. So there's she has so, two friends uh, who are like her partners in crime, which is the, Gail, the most toxic. HR night HR nightmare <laughs> in existence, and then what was uh, Gay Jimmy Olsen's name? I don't know. Uh, Adrian, uh, Adrian Brody. Adam Brody. Sean. Adam Brody. Sean? Adrian Brody was not in this movie. <laughs> Sean, maybe Sean? I don't Sam. know. Sam. 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 Yeah. He does not like green eggs and ham. Sorry, the the opening introduction to Gail right, right off the bat sets a tone for this movie that it is does. sadly not followed through on. Uh, a little bit. Mm. Gail pushes the envelope. You yeah. you think she's gonna have a lot more sex with these dates. Yeah, we just don't see it happen no no, uh, no there's one where she's on the time. phone she's on the phone and she's like about the dude's in the bathroom or the guy's about like oh yeah no the guy comes back in as she's she like you got you got 69 i mean 59 minutes <laughs> which yeah. is on the phone with my dad. that's a line yeah they're there there it is heavily implied that like every time she's on the phone with with mo like she's at a hookup Gail is. Yeah, yeah. Gail, Gail. Yeah, Mo doesn't have any sex. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. incorrect. No, Mo has sex once. Yeah, and she was about to fuck that after dude. after she is brought onto a boat and and laid on a bed of fucking roses and fed champagne. Okay. after months of dating Hold someone, on. she puts. So out. so we need we need to talk. Let's lead up to this because I have there's a a commentary about that sex scene that I need to make. That okay, wait, wait, wait. Before I wasn't done with Gail, and then yes. we'll go back to this. So get, the opening introduction to Gail is one yeah, of sorry. the most amazing scenes that I've ever seen because this flight attendant proceeds to dump a barrel of nuts on a barrel. <laughs> Sorry, you me. Yeah, a little cup of nuts. Uh, <laughs> just a whole barrel of nuts. Like I said, I got distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so dumps a cup of warm nuts onto his nuts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then oh, how she like proceeds to like slowly and sensually pick them up, and then even comment about how she. I got your nuts all dirty or something like that. I made a mess of I made a mess of your nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so forward. Yeah. I thought there was going to be way more um, of that. Yeah, that is like the first like five minutes, and then it doesn't really go that route as much. No, because um, I guess what the idea is like at the beginning, she has someone that she thinks is her forever guy, and then it turns out mm-hmm. that he's married, and and like she's the other woman. Yeah, right. Like, and, and she, yeah. you know, she figures out in the healthy way by um, stalking him back at his home. But um, <laughs> before that, like, she gets taken out to New York, or where, where did they? Where did he take her to? Uh, she no, was, no, no, she was, was all over the place. It was Lake Michigan. Okay, okay. Then he takes her out on the boat. So, and then uh, has this beautiful night. Like you said, like there's like a rose petal bed, and 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 they make love to a song that I. By the way, thank God I had subtitles turned on for this. <laughs> Anyone notice the lyrics of that song while they're uh, making love in the bed? Mm. It's like it's like it's gonna rain in your bed. You're gonna get all wet. I'm gonna dive right in. I want to be inside you. Like, it's wow. the most, like, we are fucking song. We, wow. Yeah. The, like, it's not, it's it's overt. Many times 
the lyrics to the songs in this movie are so on the nose yeah, because yeah. when um, best friend and her are having, albeit it turns out to be a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. When they're dancing, the song that they dance to. No, that the whole thing's a dream sequence because that leads into the doctor moment. Yep, she's asleep in the car on the drive home. I feel like the dance. Nope, everything's everything's. I just remember. So she gets a ride home, snuggles up next to him. They drive home goes to his place he makes drinks they look at the yearbook they dance like they did in the yearbook then the doctor takes the stethoscope to her butt and then she yeah. wakes up <laughs> like, so i i was pretty sure i it reads to me like the dream sorry i just got a text from someone that just says we i'm not gonna say for who but it just says what just we. says we just says just we says we it's 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 just we. Also, for anybody who is watching this and not Hi. just listening, yes. Yes. Hello. Uh, and has seen me reaching over and moving microphones, it's because uh, Mark, who is our technician right now, is not paying attention to his phone, and audio was spiking. <laughs> well, no, I sent you a message um, that maybe turn the uh, microphone volume down on there a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 on the, on the laptop. It's uh... <laughs> the fucking confused look we just got. I, honestly, this is the thing I don't. Is it this one? It's up. It's it's top left. Yeah. Doesn't he chases bicycles? <laughs> Was this door closed? What what no? Are you what are which setting are you doing the mic volume? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all we want. Cool, cool, cool. I think I think that's good now. I want to get this yeah. a little closer to my. Anyways, face. Um, that's right. fun. That's Technical better. issues in the middle of episodes. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Well, again, we're again we're in a garage. We we are not in a permanent. It's location. raining outside. I put rain in our old fashions. Anyways, go on. Um, um, so when we were talking about the songs, when they're dancing, yes. just in terms of cinematography, like the the song choices. The lyrics just match the scenes so well. Or like the, mm-hmm. the montage with like, it's like, these wings are going to fly. And she's like flying over the place. I'm and like, oh, cool, so great. When, yeah. Did you pick up on the fact that when they're dancing and it's like the idea is like whether or not it's real dreamed or whatever, they're dancing at their prom to this mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole song is this isn't love. Yeah. And yeah. it's yeah. the two of them just like jamming out to it. And I was like, oh my God. I'd like. So on the nose. I mean, like, like the, the thing that this made me realize, and it's because we work on these a lot, is like these these we work on like a lot of hallmarky romantic comedies as like our our nine to five, you know, comedy daily, daily grind. Comedy right? is a stretch, but okay. Uh, no, they're they're. I mean, they're poorly written, <laughs> but they're tempted. Interludes. No, here's like uh, last Chardonnay six years of me sippers. last <laughs> last six years of me doing this. No, no, surely Temple Sippers. We'll get there in a second. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, oh come on when her husband's not around she drinks oh absolutely um, I think she does more than drink I want to talk about the scene but no it, it's like these these romantic comedies that are like made for so cheap for homework and this like we're working on one right now and going from work and then finishing watching this movie it is the same thing with more money thrown at it more yeah. locations oh, yeah. more production design but like the, the, the structure the content the, the 100% I mean it's a little racier and usually because it's theatrical but and usually yeah uh Films that are meant for North American audiences get away with being a little edgier with their jokes and being better with their jokes because they're not trying to sell to foreign markets where maybe yeah. the comedy is lost. Whereas the films that we work on, uh, the biggest markets are foreign markets. Yes, exactly. Um, so they have to be like, the well, French. it still has to make sense when we translate. Yeah, it's weird. It's the French. Hey, don't blame my people. We did nothing wrong. <laughs> 
No, you're separatist French. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. uh, so just Kibbe, going, Kibbe going. Careful, careful what you throw around. <laughs> you left France and you want to leave Canada. That's all I'm saying. Politics. But France doesn't love Speaking them. of politics, <laughs> the political dinner. Okay, let's okay, talk about good, this, is good, this, this is a Can good scene. Yes, no, no, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, if, okay. If we, we should move through chronologically. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Otherwise, we're going to be less. Just back to the Gail thing. I did actually have a note here that just says, Gail would get fired so fast for sexual harassment. <gasps> you have to get caught to get fired. And I feel like her advances are very welcome. She does a very yeah. good job of convincing a man that he needs his or, nuts to be or warm. Or she's a she's a uh, a strategic predator. Yes, right. Is the other thing she she catches the glances and as they walk. She, oh, she a hundred percent catches the glances as they walk in through the fucking doorway of the airplane. She who is checks her out. Very yep, moral. Yep. She is very moral, and we see this when she the plan gets brought being. up. No, she's got a weird. No. point. she's got a weird fucking point. When the plan gets brought up by by Gay Sam. And why this is his plan, I don't know. <laughs> they're drinking. They are drinking to their credit, yeah. and they call out that they're drinking. But when the plan is brought up, that the, the, the very illegal plan uh-huh. of stalking these people yeah, and yeah. booking their flights and purposefully making her, like, sh- abusing completely of their, their privilege, Gail is the number one person who repeatedly, more than once, states emphatically how this is wrong stupid and illegal yeah she's she puts she's a mistake full on yeah, against okay. it yeah, I, she's yeah. I was more referring to the beginning of the film uh that so is the beginning we're, we're gonna go back to the no 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 we're not there yet we're, we're before this before the plan they're still on the plane she's and this is nuts. when that's right that's okay right, so right, so basically right, what happens right. is uh mo goes on this big romantic sailboat oh, she, getaway she does encourage her to go to the um house. Yeah. and then her and the trash can. her boyfriend says oh i need to go to new york so I'm gonna drop you off at this super swanky hotel. I got some work shit I gotta do tonight, and it's gonna I gotta review some stuff, and then I'll go. Yeah, and so which I mean I knew where it was going, but it it did feel like a genuine like her being like, oh, I'm sure something just came up makes sense. Like he's known to be a globetrotter yep. for work, and he played it in a way that's not like uh, uh, a thing just happened, and I gotta go. It's, like it's literally like I have to get home, grab my shit, and fly out. What I'm saying is they didn't do the thing that these movies always do, where she gives him an easy out, and he goes, ah, uh, 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 and then he goes, gotta go. Like, like there was, like, a thing where she's like, hey, can I help? He's like, I'd love that, but you can't. Like, he's a good liar. I don't want to break into the semantics, but, like, what's the drive between when they get off the boat and when she gets dropped off at the hotel? Because she falls asleep. Yes. How rude and childish to let a grown woman sleep while you drive her and wake her up at a hotel. Nina, he's a bad person. I'm not disputing that. No, no, you guys are trying to like, you didn't, didn't, didn't. like, no, at some point, no, no, if it I'm, was no, 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 real, no. he would have gotten the information. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, no. I'm saying in, in a storytelling world building sense, they, while me as an artist member immediately knows what's going on, they didn't overplay the hand of like, they didn't try and make it seem like he's obviously like, like her, trying her, to dip. Her having doubt and her friend putting the bug in her ear made more sense rather than like, this woman's stupid to be like, See, I'm oh, more I'm the sure Gale. I'm more the Gale where I'm yeah. just like, mm-hmm, what do you mean he dropped you off at the hotel? Like, nah. Okay, like, so nah. that's where I say that Gale is a terrible person because she immediately is like, go spy on him. That is a weird, that is a that is an unhealthy 
thing. Like she immediately spying is... on him. Unhealthy. Believing that something is wrong. Oh, for healthy. sure. For sure. Oh, Saying yeah, an yeah. opinion is great. Saying go but to that man's house. Also, also, <laughs> she says it. And then what does she say when Mo calls her from the house? Mm. Oh, you crazy bitch! I didn't actually mean to do it. What are you doing? But then, but she does this back and forth where she's like, "I can't believe you did that." Keep going. As as she as someone who's actively been bad a bad influence to her friends. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, I I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with Gail. I think she's still a morally okay. good okay. person. She just she's there for the good time. Uh, okay. I mean, here's the thing: who's a morally bad person? The guy who's sleeping with someone. Oh, on his pregnant uh, wife. Uh, uh, yeah, that guy's a piece of. Garbage. Also, his his like office den has too much brown. It's like it's like mahogany oh, wood, brown chair. Oh, it smells like leather through yeah. the screen. Oh, yeah, disgusting. Um, let's also bring up the fact that um, one. Okay, so they make this big stink about he's supposed to be going with. She's supposed to be going with him for the weekend for Thanksgiving. Yes. And they make it seem like, oh, Thanksgiving is like, you don't invite somebody to Thanksgiving unless this is a forever thing. When, when, and like they, I don't know how, but they try and play it off like Thanksgiving is the sexiest holiday. I mean, turkey's not the only thing getting stuffed. That is a line from the film. Yes. Also, uh, I can't remember if it's the mom or Gail who tries to give Mo uh, cranberry flavored condoms. It's Gail. It's Gail. Gail. You know you can do this subtly and not just come to a grinding halt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no. Mark, Mark started doing like weird hand signals. No, in. God damn it! You said out. You did a pull out method. God damn it! No wonder you have a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so kidding. That was a bad yeah. Joke. Anyway, so there's uh, cranberry flavored. Maybe condoms. got that. Okay, um, I have a lot of questions about yes. flavored condoms, but that I feel like this is not the place for it. So we're gonna move on. No, 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 no. I no. think we should get into this. I think this. we absolutely should. <laughs> Why? Because back in the 80s and 90s, STDs were much more prevalent than they are today. Incorrect. And so even, well, I mean, is it, is it though? There's more people, I guarantee there's more STDs okay. out there. In North America, they seem to be less common it's than safe they to, were. It's safer to suck dick with a condom around. Yeah. It might as well taste better than latex. Yeah, that's exactly what the point of them was. Now... Just don't suck weird dicks you don't know where they've been. Firstly, if I'm just going to throw a thing out there. Yeah. But um, also, cranberry flavored? Like, what the fuck? Is it, well, was it cranberry sauce or just cranberry? Because those it are was two just, things. It was just cranberry sauce has some sweetness. Straight up cranberries, that's a tart-ass dick. <laughs> it, was, it was straight up just cranberry flavored condoms. No, nah, not for that. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know, Why are you tasting uh, the that's, condoms? That's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. I don't want my dick tasting like cranberries. Call me old-fashioned, whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm drinking old-fashioned. That was yeah. Not okay. There you go. But uh, before we get away from it, there's just one little bit here because they're talking about like, oh, like like she's excited to go for this trip, or was this afterwards? Anyways, there's a scene where they're serving the the airplane, mm-hmm. and it's her and Sam, and they're having a conversation across the center aisle. If I went on a plane. And my, like, flight attendants were having a gossipy conversation at almost a yelling pace. I would open the fucking emergency exit. <laughs> like, like, I don't care what altitude we're at. For the love of God, like, just, just fucking get, I, I, I don't want to be on this plane. 
And I don't want to hear about, like, your relationship drama across the entire cabin, for the love of God. Yeah. They come out with trays. They stand like above these people. people. Like they people. yell at each other, and they immediately come back. I know. No, doesn't Sam hand off one thing? You know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, can we talk about the fact that Adam Brody is the token white guy in every movie he's in, no matter who the rest of the cast is? Yeah, it could be a fully white cast and he's the token white guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got such a, like, a, a whole... I think the only time I've ever seen them, like, subvert his thing was, like, Jennifer's body. He was I the, the singer of the band that ends up, okay. like, uh, sacrificing her to Satan. Uh, he does... Anyways. He does <laughs> I've say... Jennifer's body, I guess. <laughs> one of my most quoted lines of all time from Grind... Which is, wake up and smell the desperation. Mm. Which is just a great... How often does that come up in your life, Zach? Uh, we work in film, so a lot. That's fair. <laughs> oh, by the way, when she's at the house, by the way, there's two things that happen in this movie when she's sneaking up on, on her lover's house that happen twice back-to-back and then never again by my recollection. There's a fucking flip transition where the whole screen goes and flips around to a new image. Happens twice, doesn't happen the rest of the movie. There's crossfades, there's like every, like, by the book trans, like, transition. But then there's somebody, there's a bunch of like cartoony, like, Nickelodeon, Disney Channel fucking, there's two of them. They just happen <laughs> at random. And I was like, what the, like. I don't know it, if it, I was too tired to notice No, it's the punchline of like, I'm not going to go to his house. And then she's at his house. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. I didn't pick up on these at all. It irked me. It's irksome. I can irksome. see. I can see. I'm um, irked. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, we were covering this already. The, they are all going to jail for what they did. Also, so they have this entire no, they have this entire network of people who work in the airport. Uh, security guy was my favorite. Uh, I, re- I relate to him so much. As an AD, I'm going to use on this next movie the line, uh, I don't have anywhere to be. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't have a life, so I can use all my time to ruin yours. That is that is the line that I, Carl I, is my spirit animal. I, I want to be standing in front of a crowd of people yeah. one day. I, I, wrote, I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, no, that man was like... Uh, oh. Cedric, Cedric, his name is Cedric. Sorry. Yeah, he was fantastic. He, and he was like, in, he was sparingly used, but he, he kept popping up and it was enjoyable every time the security guy popped up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah. But what I want to point out is, so we've got like the the ticket person, we've got the security, the one guy. Concierge, I think. Concierge. We have the security guy. At no point does any person in this movie work at the baggage claim. Or nor do we ever see a baggage yeah, claim. Yeah, but but yeah, but here's yeah, the thing. The, I, I, I know the that it's, it's the baggage claim lady. But here's no, the, here's the baggage thing. claim is where you get your plant your baggage when you're getting off the plane. Uh, but we the, never see them get their baggage. Yeah, no. In a movie you know baggage claim because it's about their personal baggage. <laughs> well, but here here's the thing. What would the do? Because here's the, the people that work in baggage claim are the ones who like fucking put on the conveyor belt. What's what's that person gonna do? I know, but there's no like, one at you. By the way, but the title of the movie is baggage claim. You claim your own baggage. You you there it is. You take it and you walk away. Like I know that there's they're not were, like your baggage, sir. I know they're trying a, to do like a fun pun of baggage claim, and it's all about these people's baggage. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but at least have one person who like works in baggage. That's a really weird thing to get hung up on. <laughs> it's, it's just something that bugged me during the movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know what bugged me during the movie? The fucking she gets broken up with. She's sad. 
Yes. As a props person, I need your take on this. Okay. Uh-huh. She goes to the friend's house. Uh-huh. Or the, the friend knocks on her door because she's, he she's singing. Sorry, he yeah. mentioned this she's earlier. She's singing like a sad song. And apparently she's been doing this for hours. So he like knocks on her door, her like neighbor slash friend. Yeah. Um, and is like, okay, like, hey, like, you got to get out of the house. Like, mm-hmm. you're one, you're driving us crazy. But also like, you, you don't need to like get dressed, make yourself up, come from my place. We'll make lunch and I'll just, I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Right. And then... She comes over to his place, he pours her a glass of wine, and then makes lobster. Yep. And, like, l- l- that was the most insane, just like, ah, oh, they're just making lunch, and it's like it's like a four-course meal that you never yep. see them eat. Yep. What's your thoughts on that? I hated it so much. Should, I, no. should, I, show, that, should for, I show that scene to every director we work with? <laughs> for those of you at home, food scenes are the bane of a props master's existence. And so, scenes like this drive me up the fucking wall. Now, in all fairness, I don't think that lobster was real. Uh, I think that was a yeah, plastic, you, t- you toss it in the in the pot. Like, it's not yeah. to be served. It's it's the, the prop that you put. Because I refuse to believe that they're going to buy a real lobster to put in a pot of boiling water. That you don't see the... the uh, like, uh, just as a props person, you have a prepared... Yeah. You, you should have a no, prepared and, meal, and that's right? the thing is... Well, you have, like, the prepared meal that the prop master makes... One of the things that we don't have... But, but in your budget, would you buy an extra lobster to just dip in water repeatedly, or would you I mean, get a fake honestly, uh, either the, the budget on a movie like this permits it, true, and it true. doesn't matter, or it's filmed in either New York or Los Angeles, where you would probably have a prop rental house that has a really good fake lobster. Yeah. Um, yeah we fair. do not have that here. No, no, no. Nor do we have lobsters. Now no. I'm hungry. For lobster? Yeah. Oh, let's go to Red Lobster. The only one, the closest one's like five hours away. <laughs> is that the only place to get lobster in Kelowna? That you trust? Yeah. No place? Nina, we're we're like five hours inland. The more seafood comes to us, the less I trust it. Yeah. I come from Montreal, which like is on the. It's basically like, on the ocean. So you. Yeah, there's there's ocean. Real yeah. Close to there. In Montreal, no, there's a the river. river goes in, but where does the river go? To the okay, just this is a really long sidebar, but you have to understand that Montreal is so far inland of Canada yes. that yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up privileged not understanding that seafood was more readily available to us based on the St. Lawrence Channel, which is a very long channel. Yes, yeah. And so yeah. to f- say that I live close to the ocean is obscene. I, I, I honestly like, don't close know. Close to a you're like, port you are, she's, that she's has correct. a higher access. It, it, she's ocean, she's ocean adjacent. Hmm? You're ocean adjacent. Yeah. Okay. If you I showed me a map of closer to the ocean, that I was going to have more access to seafood. And that is incorrect because getting to Vancouver is harder. Yes. <laughs> um, you, you move and you learn some things. Really, if you want seafood, you go to the East Coast. It's great. Um, so she starts dating around. Yeah. Okay. So they come up with this big plan that her sister is getting married. And she wants to be engaged before her sister's wedding, which is bonkers. Also, because we're going to glaze over this at the end, her mom's a nightmare. And then, oh, they, then no, they, have, no. they have the come to Jesus moment at the end. I just need to bring this up right now. Does not redeem how much of a no. fucking nightmare this um, mother is. Uh, and just abusive and, and manipulative and emotionally damaging. My first I just note, need to bring that up. My first note about the mother says, mom can get fucked. Absolutely. It's obscene. Uh, yeah. Well, there's it's, a... It's, it's like... it's. It goes past comedic and just like oppressively worrisome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, worrisome is the best way to, to like do it. 
the last when we did battle battle Ewok battles Randor and we like we're like we have to do a wellness check on the actor who played yeah. <laughs> Sindel. We have yeah. to do a wellness check on the character that like yeah. grew up with this mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it does show like why she would have this pathos of like I have to get married. Oh yeah, like, oh she's yeah, brainwashed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, the line in the movie is, you know, my mother always said, you're not a lady until you get married and you're not a woman until you have a child. Yep. Which is just, just horrendous yeah. thinking. Some Joss Whedon level thinking. And let me tell you, as a woman in her late 30s, that is already a prevailing huge pressure in society. So to have like a mother who just like embodies this yeah. and pushes it, like I can't imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, like watching this film, was your takeaway... Like more pressure or alleviating pressure? Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 did this movie leave you with a feeling of like? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, like, did it feel like this just like added to the weight or like? Oh, oh, a very good question. It actually made me very angry that <laughs> in 2013 stories like this are still getting pushed forward. Uh, by excess because inevitably I think that in these these hierarchies that there are women in power that are letting these kinds of ideas and stories go forward and and that kind of bullshit just gonna say it makes me really fucking pissed off um, because it just adds to the idea contributes to the idea because someone like me can watch this movie and go it's fucking weird and hilarious uh, a 16 year old you know coming across it on what is it Disney Plus that we're watching this um, yeah you know, yeah. might have a mom who's just a little bit like this mom. Um, and it just kind of helps to continue to feed into that idea. So I get really overprotective about yeah. women in society and, and well, that and, we continue to push this. And that's the weird thing about, you know, jump to the end of the movie here for a second, is that it plays out this whole thing of what who, the person I truly brought is myself and I found myself and, like, I'm okay with just being me and I don't have to fit into this idea that you have to get married and then immediately accepts a proposal. Yep. This movie would have still been a fantastic movie if, if she meets no one, no one, it could have ended at the, at the, at the wedding with the speech. Boom. We're done. It could have ended with her going to her, her friend. It could have ended. It would have been really cute if the friend had proposed and she just said, no, you're the person that made me realize that I don't need this. Let's yeah. just go to France. Yeah. Let's go on a date. Let's start with the date. Let's go with the <laughs> Yeah. Like, and that would have been, like, amazing. She learned something. Yeah. We've she's grown. So, she's so like, open to the relationship, but not being, like, like the, the... It doesn't define me. I don't need this. Yeah. The need for it is what gets really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about... So her plan is to stalk all these men. No, 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 no. Track their movements in an efficient manner. Okay. <laughs> Sounds much better. <laughs> Track these men in yes. an efficient manner. Yeah. With a team. And it's kind of like the deadliest game. But but she has like like what it's, it's between um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, the timeline like mid, for the mid November U.S. So it's like mid November, mid November to right. end of December. So it's a, a little over a month. Yeah, is the timeline for this film that she expects to one rekindle a flame with somebody who has all either she has already broken up with or has already broken up with her. Do they ever go into each like the, the they never they mention what happens? Okay. okay. Um, and, and she, so they're gonna look up all these old dudes, try and hook her up with them. And that they're going to propose within a couple of weeks. I mean, in all fairness, when it happens, they almost propose in a couple of fucking hours. 
Yeah. 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 And that's These that is also worrisome. Fast. And it's let like me tell you need you. to get married and marry a dude that you've been dating for a day. As someone who's been proposed to more than once in her life, I it's never been hours. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. But like days? Not even. <laughs> <laughs> Chivalry truly is dead. <laughs> so, no, but, but going back, like, this does create like a weird false sense of like how relationships yeah. develop. hundred like, percent. Like, everyone loves like the new romance energy, and that's great. But like, one that doesn't always happen. Of like, boom off to the races. Sometimes it's like real slow go, and other times it's like real fast, and then it fucking decays like immediately. Like, like it's it's just. I don't know. These movies, again, are like a weird sense of like... And I get that they're selling a an emotion. Like, they're just a purified feeling. But, yeah, it is weird to be like... Like, in under a week, she almost gets... Pro- not proposed to, but like real close to twice. Yeah. Langston and then um, technically a uh, hotel guy didn't propose, but... I would still argue that was a proposal. That's a that's a his his proposal. Yeah, his version of it. And and the let's let's call space the boat guy who's cheating on his wife yeah. makes it sound like he's oh proposing. yeah we never actually Real. said what happened there yeah we never actually brought what up brought up what happened so she's spying on like dude she had the romantic day with at the beginning she goes and spies on him and his very pregnant wife comes home yes and that's what sets off the he wasn't just he wasn't cheating on Mo. Uh, he was Mo was the one he was cheating. She was with. the other woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and he absolutely made it sound like he was going to marry her. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like it was for like her to put out long term. Like, like, well, like, yeah. well, the whole thing of like you know like well, all he had I to make it rain in her bed forever. So it's raining in her bed. That's yeah. the lyric. That's the so man, let's that's talk fun. about uh, guy number one. So he was the rapper, right? Yes. He's the only one that we actually talk a little bit about their relationship. Yeah, because she say, says, like, he couldn't take care of himself. Like, he's immature. Yeah. Like, so she left him. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then we find out that he has become a famous musician. A successful musician. A successful musician. I, I do think, like, when they bring him up, I don't I don't think they... Because, like, they sometimes oversell someone. They don't be like, he's like a multi-Grammy winner. It's like, no, he's, like, up and coming. He's got a, yeah. He's got heat beneath him right now. He's he's starting to skyrocket. I appreciate that they were like semi realistic in the. Um... Yeah, it's not like how have you not heard of your ex boyfriend being super famous? Yeah, yeah, right. It, it, as opposed to it's like, oh, you haven't googled him. Yeah, um, and so she she bumps into him. Is she, so? Correct me wrong. Sometimes yeah, she orchestrates being in the plane with him as but, he's flying. But, but sometimes. From what I could tell in the movie, sometimes she's working the flight, and sometimes she's just on it. Yeah, sometimes they just put her as a passenger on the plane. Yeah, right. and I think the way that works is basically like, like using her miles. You're or you're work. No, no, no. You're working, so you fly to this location, but you don't have the shift back, so we just throw you on the yeah. plane. Okay. It's, 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 it oh, goes between the which two. brings me when we get to hotel guy. I have a massive plot hole to talk about, but it's Ooh, it's fine. Mm. Um, so yeah, so she she ends up I think in the first class flying there. I think she's a passenger on that first plane. Because she's not in uniform. She's not yeah, that, that yeah, little yeah, cocktail right, dress right, or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. And then they clearly, you know, talk. And then off the plane, they're like, hey, we should, since you're here, like, do you want to grab a drink or whatever? And then they go to a club. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, throwing out money, like, buying nice bottles of champagne or whatever. Yep. And then they meet. Who he says is his manager's wife. 
or his partner's wife. Yeah. I, I think she's with... Is she his wife or is she one of the partners? I thought yeah. she was like one of the managers, one of the people running yeah. the the. Uh, no, no, no. He does label. say he does say that she's married to somebody. Oh, okay. Of course, women can't have any agency in this film. My bad. Um, I took it as being like she was one of the the people at the record label, and she just happened to be the one. Because, like, spoiler, she's bankrolling him. He's broke. She's the sugar mama per se, mm-hmm. and and he's sleezing around with Montana yeah, on her. Yeah. Those verbs and prepositions made sense, I think. Yep. <laughs> uh, because they go back to his place and he jumps in the jacuzzi with his underwear on. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird thing because I guess they couldn't drop trow. And then um, she comes home and it's like going to fucking murder us. Oh, no, no. Not, not just, well, she comes home and he doesn't live there. That's he right. has the key to her house and he comes into her house and is using the jacuzzi and is trying to hook up with Mo. And, and then he's like, I don't live here. This isn't my jacuzzi. It's not my house. He's like, you should go on the fire escape. Like, he's just like, oopsies. She will kill you. Yes, that's right. She, she will, will kill, kill you, you when you get in here. And I recognize an actress. I think she was the one that plays, like, the, the angry woman. Um, she might have been, like, a, no, like a Disney actress, like, like. Was that was that one of the twins? Was that Tia or Tamara? Oh, isn't, I think isn't the dad from that show in Pizza Hut commercials now. I don't know. <laughs> Why would I have that? No, in like, I, I feel like I just saw him in a Pizza okay, Hut. Okay, I'm googling two things. One, was she in that? And so, who's the guy in pizza who was the next guy after that? Uh, the next guy Langston. after that is Langston, the politician. Langston was probably one of my. F- Favorite story arc. Please tell us why, because it's also. Oh, I think no, it's, I think it's, it's all three of ours. I think it's all three of ours. It's a highlight great. of the movie. Langston is absolutely the highlight of the movie. Juicy. So Langston comes out of nowhere and makes you go, oh my God, this plot's going to work. So Langston is the like dusted himself off, like made something of himself, up and coming senator, all of the right moves, everything. And then it just it takes was hard. No, it was, it was Tia. She was in baggage claim. Yeah, it was one of the. Okay, twins. look up who her dad was in that oh show. My God. <laughs> Continue. I forget now. Uh, Langston. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's this up and coming politician. Yeah. He's doing a. He's doing. Is it governor or senator? He's going for a senator. senator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he he has this. Well, first of all, we go to his house and we meet Juicy, the dog. dog. Juicy. It's a little tiny. Uh, what kind of what kind of dog is that? Pomeranian. No, it's not a Pomeranian. It's a Shih Tzu or something. Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. Um, who does not like Mo, and follows orders. This will come up later. Okay, I don't think Tim reads in Pizza Hut commercials. No, her dad, the guy who plays her dad in the Disney show. Yeah, Tim Reed. Let's see. Guys. Oh yeah, it's not him. What? We're allowed to have. So juicy, tangents. juicy the uh, fucking dog. <laughs> yep. Pomeranian Shih Tzu Chihuahua thing. Who follows orders? Um. Oh yeah. So then he he has this big important dinner that he needs to go to. So he invites Mo to come along to this dinner. Bad decision. Like, by the way, you just run into your ex on a fucking airplane and you go, "Hey, I'm meeting with someone to fund my campaign." Come with me. As my date. A political campaign? Like, that man is stupid. <laughs> yeah. That man just wanted 
a woman to stand there absolutely and chew on some cherries absolutely but here's the thing if you're like like this is an ex assume that maybe some shit might be said that you do not want said at a at a political like like yeah that's like like hey i got a job interview i know i just bumped into you and we haven't seen each other since we broke up like four years ago do you want to come with me it's an insane statement like it's an insane thing to do yeah and it ends like i would love to see hear your version of this i i i don't even know but i'm okay so my favorite part is not really the relationship between langston and um Mo, because you see it kind of coming a mile away. You see the little signs. Like, they show you the dog. He's got, obviously, control issues. He's going to be a senator. He wants his little poster child wife. Yeah. But my favorite is the old fuddy-duddy couple that is there. and so uh, That was Ned Beatty's last role, by the way. Mm -hmm. So it's like this this man who's in his 70s and a woman who was just as, as old as she is. I remember, um, I remember their name. I don't remember what they what business they were like a it was like Donaldson's, but they were like a mining corporation or something. Or, like yeah. old money, obviously. Yeah. Um, and what's very interesting is that the movie just does not hold back for a second on this particular interaction. And the gentleman just really starts in on some massively so, racist. No, so, so what what he says is like he cuts him a massive check. He's like, I like what I'm hearing, it's it's great, blah blah blah. He's like, this is gonna be really good for you people. <laughs> no, the, no, he said for your it's people, all, all the good you can do for your people. Yeah. And here's the thing that gets me is that Langston, for all of his faults, gets really upset by to this. be so like controlling of Mo and and mm-hmm. blah, 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 like can't really get the impression that he's not gonna sidestep this at all. Yeah. Like he's gonna dig well, his heels he, he in. Because he tries, he tries to like it, give like, the rope a little bit. Like, oh, you mean like the American people? Mm-hmm. And then this man's like, no, 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 your people. And he's like, well, I'm from, uh, like, I don't remember, like Chicago. Do you mean Chicago people? He's like, no, black people. And it's like, oh, God. Like, and he's like, you know, Obama's the president. And which also was really uh, a moment where I felt my age. When it was like, yeah, we're watching this movie from 2013, and it feels very 2013. And then he dropped, and Obama was president. And I was like, can I oh, can I ask a question too? Because then he brings up like the obviously this is a racist person's version of like good black people. Like he's he's throwing out like Obama, and then he throws out Tiger Woods. Is 2013 not exactly when Tiger Woods had his DUI and then was revealed of sleeping with like 20 prostitutes? This might have been shot before that came out. I'm just saying it's around that time. Like yeah. it's, I know it was ambiguous. I was like, "Is Tiger Woods good or bad?" I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Where are we <laughs> at? Like, where, what timeline are we in right now? <laughs> but like, some massive kudos need to go out to the actress who played the older wife because yes, she, she doesn't say a word. She didn't get a single line, and she conveyed the most anxiety and discomfort. Just eat, eat her chairs on a really just temple. the death stare to one down as she's just eating the Shirley Temple cherries. Like, yeah, make him. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then what's what's the joke that makes the old dude laugh? Um, oh, I bet you Tiger Woods would be driving a Bentley and calls his papa. No, Escal- 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 uh, the the blackest thing about uh, Tiger Woods is that he drives an Escalade and his dad's name is Earl. Yeah, and it's like it's like no one comes off good in that scene. <laughs> well, isn't it? Isn't it like um, Langston implies that Tiger Woods isn't black, and then she cracks that joke. Yeah. Yeah, because Langston then makes a comment of, like, he doesn't represent 
African American ideals at the same time because like Does, I guess, he doesn't represent African American culture. Yeah, and then it's a very weird scene. Like, yeah, like, it's, I don't know who the writer was going for here, or like, like because I thought okay, they're now making like the racial, um, the old white politician. Like, okay, we're 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 at best lampooning, at most making a commentary on this, and then everyone keeps saying shit. And I'm like, who am I? Am I supposed to be on anyone's side? What is happening right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then they go back to Langston's house. Yes. Where we find out that Langston is a piece of shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just straight up is just like, no, 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 I just need a woman who can listen and take orders. Mm-hmm. Now, I like say, juicy. Uh, Mark, what time are we at? 46. Okay, okay, we got time. I was just like, because we got like uh, most of the movie to cover from here on out. I know. But well, we, a, we, we jumped a decent a, amount to unpack in this Yeah, we, we jumped a bit ahead. I mean, at, at this point, she then, she then leaves Leveson and calls her buddy at like fucking two in the morning and is like, I need a ride. Yeah. And then that's on the way back from there is where we're talking about the dream sequence where they have their kind of romance moment where she falls asleep on his arm in the car mm-hmm. and wakes up again in the car but thinks that she's had this like childhood reconnection moment uh, with William. Yeah, so they have this whole with, with, by the big... Way, with Mr. Wright. Oh, yeah. yeah. His last name's Wright. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they have this whole big dream sequence of, you know, she, he's broken up with his girlfriend. They're reconnecting. They're dancing. They're reminiscing. They start making out. She's not broken up. No, no. Here's the thing. When, when she comes over, her grandmother is sick. That is all she knows. Right. Not, oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. has a fucking fuck dream without even thinking that the girlfriend's out of the picture. That's true. Um, she lets him uh, stethoscope her butt <laughs> with a toy stethoscope. No, I I still stand by that she is reminiscing about actual childhood memories. She's it's creating. A it's a dream. Yeah. It's a dream. I, I, yeah. Here's the thing. I think everyone has had sex dreams with someone in a committed relationship before. Wow. Yeah, that, that's leave all you're me, gonna get. Leave me hanging. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Jesse, you are the only person in this room who has not been married before? Yes. Yeah. Le- um, legally speaking, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we unpack that? Also, in any other way, but I just like to say legally speaking because that's really the only person I mean, te- Technically, if you live with somebody for more than six months, you're common law. So. Um, yeah. What did they up it to a year? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Let us know in the comments anyways. what common law is. Yes, please comment below. Yeah, what are the rules for common law in your province and/or state? And if you want to comment anything about this episode, just don't. I will. We will delete your comments on the zero common law relationships. <laughs> Nothing else allowed. Yeah. Um. So she wakes up. Uh, it was all a dream. All right, Biggie. <laughs> also, uh, when she. After the dream sequence, she gets a text message from somebody, and this was obviously done for the purposes of filming an insert, where they crank that font size up to fucking 11. Oh, all, all the texts were like, because they wanted to show like not just the screen, obviously they wanted to have like a bit of a frame. When later in the movie, it's like, stop this man. Everyone's on font size like 28 on their phones. And then the it's picture, huge. No, but then the picture that comes through of him is <laughs> tiny like stamp. And it's like, stop this man. He looks like this. And here's his nerd. Um, yeah, so that whole thing, that whole dream sequence thing, and you're like, up to that point, it was kind of implied that they're just like childhood friends. 
Like, sometimes in a movie, you just have the person that's the childhood friend. He's got the girlfriend. Uh, the lobster scene made it obvious. Yeah, but, opinion. like, but like a little bit. But then he's still got, like, this girlfriend who has done nothing wrong. I um, guess at that point, she isn't really suspicious. Yeah. Like, no. there's, there's nothing. Yeah. There's no reason to yeah, be fair. suspicious of his girlfriend or her intentions. But it just lays it flat out, like, halfway through the movie that she's going to end up with this guy. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's like, you couldn't you could sleep on his arm going, well, yeah. Well, yeah. But, like, you couldn't leave it, a li- like, be a little more subtle and build it up to the end of the movie? Did anything in this movie think that you were going to be, like, subtle or, like, gentle with anything that was going to happen? We started no. with a woman dumping a barrel of nuts in a dude's crotch. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, then we meet Jimon Hansu. Is that? No, then we have Which? a montage. Of more dates and stuff. Yeah, but, like, we need to talk about the montage because... It's like she's seeing a lot of guys, a lot of guys. One dude tries to like consume her, for lack of a better word. Like he goes to kiss her hand and then just like starts like going up and pulling her towards him. And she's like, no, God, stop what the fuck. And then one of them, I don't know how I feel about the gay scene. Cause like she's she's chasing a guy through the airport and then she loses track of him. She's going down the escalator and right. she's going down, she sees him kiss a guy. And I don't know if they played as like heartbreak or like, ooh. And I feel like that's never okay, but like 2013 is particularly late for that type of punchline, right? Yeah. I don't remember this. It's, it's in the montage. It's so yeah. fast. She's just like chase. Like she totally. realizes that the dude got off the plane and she's running after him, and then she finally like gets to where she can see him, and he walks up to another man and kisses him, and then just has this like weird like. As she as she uh, drifts down the escalator, standing still, she's just like like I I think they were going for like oh fuck like. You know, this is no longer an option, you know. Um, but it don't, it does feel like a weird beat of like, oh, he's gay. Like, I don't know, it, just, it felt weird. Maybe I'm reading into it. Maybe I'm being a snowflake. I don't know. I don't remember but, it. Yeah, so after montage, she ends up um, on a flight and she... Uh, Christina Million, who's Mr. Wright's girlfriend, comes on with like a Guido. <laughs> and she's like, oh, uh, we... We broke up. Don't t- but just because the wound is fresh, like don't tell him about this. And she's like, "That's fucking. That's bullshit." Yeah, she's like, "No, don't, don't talk to him about it because it's fresh, and you know it'll be, it'll be hard on him to, to talk about the breakup." And it's like she's, she's cheating on him and doesn't want him to find out. Yeah. Uh, and then she Which also, why would you fly on the airline of your boyfriend's best friend? I, again, the statistics and yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, don't cheat. <laughs> Why does the best friend not say anything? Like, like Mo really doesn't go out of her way. She does. So remember, she she lands in LA. She calls him. Yep. And then like an absolute... Wait, hold the fuck on. How did this timeline work out? Because... No, there's more time than that. No, okay, because when she does call him, she's like, hey, you can talk to me. He In her mind, because she's an idiot... <laughs> she he hasn't brought up the breakup yeah because he doesn't want to talk about it she's like yeah. hey we're friends you, you can, can talk, talk to me about this yeah. and he's like what the fuck are you talking about and then the girlfriend's like yoink oh you got another call I'll let him know Merry Christmas bye turns off phone and Mr. Wright's like that seems like a legit interaction yeah, that was normal yeah, that, that was, was a normal thing to do she's like what are you drawing there what's that little thing I like that thingy this is dialogue from the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay was, so did he do landscaping uh, I think like general construction. Okay, so he was doing like a yeah. floor plan or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we meet Jimon Hansu. Jimon Hansu. 
who is my I favorite I character gone from for this him. film. I would have gone for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would have I sucked his cranberry dick. <laughs> Good to know, Jesse. Uh so what is like they just have they just bump into each other right? So she after she after she gets off the phone trying to tell Will about his cheating girlfriend, uh, she like just drinks herself silly at the bar and has right. a karaoke moment that everyone's fine with and just allows yeah. that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Jimon Hansu comes up and is like, "Hey, come drink with me." And then he owns the hotel. And then she, I no, do no, like no, the but, montage, but it, but it does bring he does bring up the fact that they know each other. And she, he was a regular. Uh, flyer. He was a regular flyer. Yeah. And he was like specifically booking the seat next to him so that it would be an empty seat so that he could have her sit down and talk to her. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like he actually like there was this flight attendant that he started talking to and he kind of got a, had a crush on her. So he kept every like he would always just like book an extra seat so that if, she could neglect her job. Yeah. If he got her on a flight, um, he could just be like, no, 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 just come and sit with me. So it's actually like where. There was a potential relationship building already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've set a foundation for us. this is something long term. Mm-hmm. He flies mm-hmm. so much that they know each other fairly well. Yeah, it felt like the healthiest of like the the yeah the absolutely kids. yeah. yeah. Um, so he owns the hotel and yeah. It turns out he is stupid rich. I will say I do love the um, like one of my favorite like camera or like storytelling beats in this is the montage of the night progressing into dawn. I actually really yep. like that lock off shot of like. There are people drinking. There's less people leaving. There's le- there's more, everyone's gone, and there's like the the edge of dawn. I'm assuming they probably did sunset, and then the edge of day, and then it's daytime, and then it's like mid morning. By the time they actually stop and have a conversation, like like it was a nice like oh the night got away from them type of, of <laughs> storytelling beat. I really liked that. Now here's a plot hole. So he offers her not a proposal, an uh, an offer. I think he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take her around the world, to to take it, get ask her to take a year off and just travel with him and just live adventure and excitement and luxury and, and just just do what she's never had a chance to do. Yes, and he's doing he's he's taking a sabbatical. Yes, um, to take a year off and just travel. Now I don't know this for sure, so I'm talking my ass, but I I do want to ask the question: um, Are we to imply that she only ever flies domestic as her job? Yeah. Because I have yep. okay, because I have friends who are flight attendants who straight up just fucking use that to vacation very easily for mm-hmm. long periods of time, mm-hmm. and she seems to be doing this for a while, and it's almost like she's never seen the world, which no, is insane. I think it's, I think it's imp- it is kind of implied that she is purely on domestic flights, but but the fact is she's never taken time off and used like her job discount to see because she's like I'm mm. like my romantic getaway is Paris I've never been yeah well how the fuck if you work oh, as a flight attendant yeah. have you never been to Paris or anywhere outside the United States it seems yeah that's interesting like it really hammers home like he's offering her something that she could never achieve when literally the biggest perk of her job is the ease of travel she can take a shift to go somewhere and then just not take a shift back mm-hmm. that's a thing that flight attendants do quite a bit yeah yeah huh. so Sorry, that just that really yeah, hurt. No, me. that that makes yeah, a lot of like, sense actually. It, like, I was like, okay, like not to, to break the movie because this movie's stupid, but like it was like a thing of like they really kind of leveraged that that like choice. Like she had to choose one or the other. And I'm like, no, you could do whatever the fuck you want and also just go anywhere you want because you work for a goddamn airline. She works for is it Transatlantic? Transalliance. Okay, I was going to Transatlantic. It's a fake airline. Then you go across the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Um. 
anyways, so she she turns him. It's it's a very he's very sweet about it. Uh, you know, he because he owns the hotel, he gives her a hotel room for the night, gives her some time to think he about even it. Says like 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 if marriage is something you need, then this isn't for you. Like he he basically puts the cards on the table. Like I'm offering this, but if you need something else in your life, like that's fine. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes down to the hotel room. He's left a gift for her. It's this nice diamond tennis bracelet. Yeah. Um, he probably killed someone to get it. That's the death we didn't see that Jimon Hansi did. <laughs> this is actually years later after his previous life in Blood Diamond. Oh. Dark. He dark, he took that he took that dark. diamond and he used it. It's very dark. Um, also, same with Tay Diggs. He is the same character from Rent, uh, and he's worked his way up, and he's a politician now. Oh. Um, uh, so oh she so she invites Jimon Hansu to come to her sister's rehearsal dinner. Again, healthy move. Definitely what your sister wants at her rehearsal yeah. dinner. And Take that thunder. So suck it up. <laughs> Mom is instantly like, oh, you're going to announce that you're getting married. You're coming to the rehearsal dinner and you're going to tell everybody that you're getting married. Well, she, she does throw this guy at her mom to get her off her back. Yeah. And then the mom just runs with it. Yeah. And mom is still a shitty person. Uh-huh. She, let me blow your mind. Despite a single conversation they have, she remains it the whole film. Yep. Um, so they go to the rehearsal dinner. Jumon Hansu does not show up. He was busy. He, he was busy. He couldn't come. He does come later and it's like, oh shit, I'm sorry, I was busy. <laughs> like, there's a... Yeah. Oh, I don't you know. Um, Again, perfect man. What's his name? Shows up. Langston. Langston shows up. And tries to make somewhat of an apology. Ah, he makes a grand gesture. That's he, the best he makes I'll say a, Yeah, there, there's... Somebody makes a line about... Oh yeah, like, you know... Strong women in charge, and he's just like looks at another dude, and he goes, "Well, you know, like when when it's appropriate, right?" And just like p- knowingly pats a guy on the shoulder, <laughs> of like, "Now, yeah, like we we know that they we still need to put them in their place, but we once in a while we'll let them feel." She's such a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love how when she's given the speech about how she has like no prospects in sight, and he just holds up the ring and like shakes it, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she <laughs> gives, so she turns him down. Um, yeah, like she she does not want anything to do with this man. Yeah, and then she, she won't even she won't even, she won't even vote for him because she doesn't trust black Republicans. Which was again is a quote. <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the movie, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, but that's hilarious when she's like, I just like, there's zero prospects, and he's just sitting there like laid back, like <sighs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. Um. So she turns him down. Oh, and we should mention that Buddy leaves. Because uh, Will was trying to... He gives her a gift that's like a Cracker Jack box. It's the Cracker a, Jack box that has a, a ring, ring in it. it. Yeah. It's, um, he wants to propose to her because, again, this is how healthy... Because he finds out, I guess, just through natural means that, that Taylor's cheating on him. Yeah. 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 Somehow he finds we, out. We just cut to him packing up boxes of, yeah. of her stuff. She gone. Yeah. And... Yeah, so he, like, kind of Christmas gift is going to propose to her, but they get in a fight, so he storms off, and then he leaves, whatever. Uh, she turns down Langston. Um, also, when Langston is trying to propose, and her mom is just like, like, he yes. goes, will you marry me? And the mom jumps up and yells yes. Yeah, yes. And then, and then you don't even know each other, and she's like, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> like, that's her, like, oh, you're right, my bad. Hey, no. How? How are you? And he's like, I'm fine, thanks. And she's like, now you can marry him? Like, what the fuck? 
Like, just pushing it so hard. Yeah. Um, and then so anyways, is after that when the mom has, like, the moment of, like, yeah, so, I'm sorry, I only ever loved your dad? Yeah. Is the, is the thing? And like, then we also find out that he died. But here's where logic goes out the fucking window. Um, she implies that the reason I was trying to force my kids into marriage was because I wanted them to have a good marriage. And so you need to get married as fast as possible to whoever proposes so that you have somebody to love like I loved your father. Which is the most ass-backwards logic ever. It's just like... I loved your father so much and he was everything to me. So I just want you to marry whoever proposes first so that you yeah. can have that same amazing Cause, cause relationship. There's even that beat of like the originally back when the sister announces she's engaged. Um, Mo's like, you're like a freshman in college. Like you should maybe like feel it out a little bit. And then that gets paid off decently well actually at the end when uh, the guy's like, I only proposed because your mom pushed for it. Like, can we wait? And she's like, oh yeah, we can definitely wait to get married. Yeah, like yeah. Then can... you find out the only reason the sisters get married is because the mom like went to the sister's boyfriend and was like, "You need to propose." Yeah, ring by spring. Oh, ring by it's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, we had a joke about it when I was growing up, and it was bridal college yeah. was anybody yeah. who went to Bible college. Uh, you would graduate high school, have fun for the summer, go off to Bible college, which I assure you is a thing. Uh, it's tragedy, but it's a thing. Uh, and then the whole thing was, is that people would come back the following spring engaged. Yeah. Ring by spring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, so then she, re- she realizes that she can be her own person and she has a great moment with her two friends of like, I'm happy with my life. Let me open this box. And like Pandora's box, she opens this present and the misogynist will to get married jumps back into her body and she's like, I need to find my best friend and marry him. It was like watching a demon possess someone. Uh, can we also mention for a brief second, this is also when um, Jimon comes back. Jimon Hansu, yes. Yes, and, and he pulls up outside and Adam Brody says, who's that, the king of Zamunda? <sighs> That is a lie. <laughs> so, we didn't even get very far before another movie we've watched on this show is referencing a previous movie we've yep. watched on this show. Yeah. Yep. What's that reference from? Coming, Coming to, to America. America. The, the, the fake country that Eddie Murphy's Zimunda. from is Zamunda. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so, so now, now we're doing the classic thing where he's going to get on a plane to France because he bought her a ring and a, cla- and a, and a ticket to France where... There was some beat where the girlfriend wanted to go to Italy, and uh, Mo has this weird asshole opinion of like Italy's not fucking romantic, France is romantic, yeah. <laughs> even though Italy's very romantic. Um, <laughs> and so they do like the classic like airport chase. By the way, is it explained why she just doesn't fucking call him? Nope. Okay, no, just they, one. They that's one of my notes. At this point. One of my notes. They ignore that. She has, she's r- racing and she's calling all her contacting all her friends to delay him. To the point that I thought this man was about to get a cavity search, by the way, because Cedric gets him at one point and is like, "Oh shit!" and basically like takes him behind a, a, a like a fog glass. And at one point, his boxes are down. I was like, "Are we gonna have like the cute like kiss moment at the end after this man has had a hand up his asshole after Cedric worked him like a puppet?" <laughs> Sadly, it didn't happen. I think that would be a much better version of the movie. Of like, they're on, imagine they're on a honeymoon, right? And you're like. Man, like it was. I'm so glad you found me in that airport. Like, oh, it was the craziest thing. I contacted all my friends to like delay you, and he's like, "Oh, 
<laughs> All your friends? Yeah. Are you friends with the security guy? Yeah, why? <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's just say it awoken something in me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, anyway, so oh they, boy. Yeah, they do the terminal rush, the classic, Yeah. you know. Yeah. And then how does... Because she thinks she misses the plane, and then... He and never he's got on after it. her. Yeah. But but there's a reason. There's like there's like a oh somebody told him the wrong gate. Somebody told him to she go. She printed to the, wrong, the gate. wrong gate on the board. She printed pass. the wrong gate. Okay, yeah. There we go. Um, oh, that makes sense then because uh, something that bugged me and it's not a continuity then when he goes to to the gate and then when she gets there and says oh no I'm sorry closed is a different woman and I was mm-hmm. like that's a weird just double background beat why don't you use the yeah. same backgrounder it was a different gate it's a different okay gate. Yeah. fair enough yeah. Someone um, gave a shit. Okay, someone paid attention. Go yeah. read now, these. Uh, how, so that's how the main story ends. Uh, Nina, how does the story end for the two best friends? Oh. Do you want to take us through the ending? They're in the cab at the end? <laughs> yeah, that's a funny little oh, button by the way, at the end of this. One small beat. The best line from Adam Brody of all time is in the montage of them trying to get a cab. And he doesn't want to sit in the middle. And he yells out, I don't want to sit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's just a weird beat to have. It's like, like I'm not arguing bitch. about the cab at the last yeah. second. I was like, this is really annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so it ends. She finds her true love with Will in the airport. And, um, and then we cut to, for whatever reason, the two of them, Gail and Sam, heading home. Um, and they're both talking about this uh, great date that they have coming up. Uh, only to discover that they're both dating the exact same guy. Who is the manager of the Renaissance Fair? What? what? No, no, no. The Renaissance, he's the manager of a hotel. Oh, I mis- I misheard that. I thought it was a Renaissance Fair. I was like, this is way more exciting. I want that movie. No, no, no. He's the manager of a hotel. Oh, the Re- okay, the Renaissance um, Hotel. Okay, there we go. That makes more sense. I was yeah. like, like a manager of a Renaissance Fair. I was like, I love this plot beat. This is great. Also, I'm- I thought they were going to be like, threesome? I love, but I love the idea. He's like Gail and Sam are so opposite of each other. Yeah, like just so completely opposite. But I same, just, I love the idea <laughs> that this man is dating both of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just amazing. And then That's that great. was that was baggage claim. Yeah, that was... uh, I only had one note that we didn't really get or two of them, which was um, her voiceover was like surprisingly earnest. Like usually the VOs are are like. You're probably wondering how I get here, record scratch shit. Like it no, was, it, it was pretty, pretty like it felt genuine-ish. Didn't didn't feel all the stuff of like like I've never been kissed and I want to find a boy that wants to kiss me. Like it's it was not that. Like, I I wasn't overly impressed with her acting in general, but yeah, but no one was. Bad. I don't think anyone was like. Bad, no one was bad. like bad bad. If anything, they were like cartoonish, but it was like they were like it was a lot of the exes who were like made to be a, a caricature. They were not characters; they were like fortunate characters. The other one is like it's decently shot, like yeah. it, it's yeah. it's it's commendably shot. It's commendably edited together. I, I think it's well made on a, on like a mm-hmm. structural level. Um, I just didn't enjoy it. No. Yeah. Well, so what's our uh, what's our ratings? Uh, I I, well, I want to go last. Okay, I, like I mean, as a as a film, as a rom com, like it it was okay. It wasn't overly funny. It wasn't overly great. It had some really weird plot points, but whatever. I'm gonna give it like yeah, I don't know, like five and a half out of ten. Yeah, I I just based on just the garbage idea that it's pushing forward. Like I want to give it a four. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the thing is like it's. 
I'm so torn because like like on a, on a fundamental filmmaking level, I agree with Zach. It's like five and a half, five ish. But I do think because it kind of like there's there's the the, the moral aspect of like should this movie be pushing? This? But there's also the the petty aspect I have of like it's hoity toity about the message it's pushing. It's like. Yeah. Guys, we figured out the moral truth. Yeah, and it's like fuck. You. No, you haven't. Fuck off. I would say three. No, nah, all right. This movie preached to me a bad sermon. Yeah, Don't like no, it. Yeah, fair. Pass. Yeah, no, no smash. Only pass. <laughs> Swipe left. Yeah. Okay. Well, Super on note. that note, um, next week the algorithm has chosen Animal House for us to watch. So if you would like to watch it ahead of next week's episode and Don't have a little me for that one. <laughs> better idea of what's going on. Uh, no, Mark and Jacob will be joining me for yeah. that episode. Why don't we get the fun ones? We got, we got Battle for Endor. I love Battle for Endor. Oh, I, small caveat. Jesse, why didn't we get the fun ones? Last week's episode, fucking gold. Okay, that's right. But one, okay, I gotta talk about Battle for Endor with Nina for a second. I just need you to know this. Uh, so Nina had never seen the Star Wars movies as we established. I yep. showed her the scene from Return of the Jedi where one of the Ewoks gets blown up and the other one shakes the body slowly. Oh no! Why would you do that? <laughs> because now she has emotional attachment to Ewoks and I felt like she needed to know that. So uh, you're welcome. Anyways. Like the second most emotional moment in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, today was a great day to one. show me something to make me cry. Yeah. Uh, okay, well that was another episode of the Random Cinematic Universe, the show where we have our films chosen at random and we are forced to watch and discuss said films uh yeah that was that was uh baggage claim we'll see everybody next week also apologize for the continuity errors you can see that we're recording these out of order oh yeah no we are we are 100 percent recording out of order so and... we did baggage claim first then we do love for another planet and then the next two it's gonna be chaos <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm actually when I referenced last week's episode, we we haven't recorded it yet. I'm working yeah, and, and next week next week is like three recordings away from us. Yeah, movie magic. Anyways, Anyways bye bye. Gonna make it rain in the bed. <laughs> gonna make it rain. Gonna make it so wet. Gonna dive on in. <laughs> Legitimate. Oh yeah, that's uh, song. Right? Oh yeah, that's on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>